Auto, can you stay a while? Thanks for checking out the DMV Sports Roundtable. I'm Dimitri Sotis with George Wallace, Jamal Bowens, and Chris Chase, who's in for one of our regular hosts, also named Chris, Chris Cheon. Guys, well-liked wizard, small forward, uh, Otto Porter, stays in Washington. If what happens, because now he's got a $106 million contract from the Brooklyn Nets. Well, they Jamal, a, they'll match it? What are they going to do? I saw a report earlier that they will match, and everyone thought that they made it clear since day one that they plan to match any offer that, that he would get. Um, that's a lot of money for Otto Porter, though. Right. I, yeah, I mean, you know, I'd let him go, but that's just me. I, I, if you want to take the money and go and languish away in Brooklyn, by all means, Here's go. the problem, though. He signed Jody Meeks, which is great if it's 2010. And Mike Scott. And Mike I didn't Scott. even know those dudes were still in the league. Yeah. But these are the, see, that's the problem, and this is why this goes into uh, – Ernie, because they did offer Wall an extension uh, over the weekend as well. John has said before that he will not uh, sign anything until basically Ernie shows him something during free agency. I think when you bring him Jody Meeks and Mike Scott, that's not getting it done, <laughs> especially on the first days of uh, first first days of free agency. You can pick them up anytime. Mm-hmm. During training, those are the guys you go get if somebody gets hurt during training camp or the preseason. Then you sign them. You don't sign them as priority free agents the first day or two, you know, when your competition is bringing in Gordon Hayward, you know. And there, and Boston is also rumored now to be in on, on uh, Marcus All. You got to keep up with not only Cleveland, you've got to keep up with Boston. Chris uh, Chase, jump in here. I, I was going to say that I thought John Wall was waiting to see what would happen with Otto, but maybe he's not the linchpin that I think he is. It, the whole thing is is fascinating. Um, Otto Porter, if you just asked Washington, D.C. sports fans, not Wizards fans in particular, but just the general sports fans or people who don't even follow sports, name the 10 biggest athletes in Washington right now. I don't think Porter would even get a vote. Uh, yet right now, if he does, uh, the Wizards do offer him uh, the deal that he uh, that they can match, that the Nets gave him $106 million, I believe it is, he will become the second highest paid athlete in Washington behind Jeez. Max Scherzer. Four years ago, Otto Porter was the worst rookie taken in the lottery, uh, even worse than the historic number one bust, Anthony Bennett. He didn't play 26 games. He was a healthy scratch for 26 games. He averaged two points a game and something like eight and a half minutes. He was terrible. As the years have gone on, he was only 20 years old then. Now, after his 24-year-old season, he was the most effective shooter in the league, and that's why he is getting this max deal. And the NBA, we talked about it last week, the NBA contracts are just so crazy now because of the TV money rolling in and the fact that you only have to pay big money to five or six guys, whereas in the NFL and in baseball, there are a dozen, two dozen guys you have to pay the big money to. So this is how you get Otto Porter, uh, the $100 million man. It's stunning to think, but for the Wizards, I I think it makes sense. I don't think you want to let young talent get away, and these contracts, unlike when they tried to sign Jawan Howard 20 years ago for the same type of money, these aren't crippling contracts anymore. Uh, this, is the, this is the way that business is done in the NBA, and to let Porter get away, I think, would be a mistake. You have to see if he can live up to that potential as he showed in year four because if he can build on what he did last year then the Wizards are in great shape with him and Beal and Wall they are and uh, what do you say then to the people who are just talking 
you know, they're they're not going to have money fine this year, but the whole mm. like let's go and let's get Boogie Cousins in eighteen, like that's well, the because they, they're going to need to do something. This isn't yeah. the big. This isn't their big three. No, he's. I not, mean, this is their big three, but it's not well, like I would. You on certain nights, you could argue that is is he the third best player? You could argue Marquise Morris on the, on the, on certain occasions. The thing is, this is this is the thing with me. When you give Auto, who am I getting? Am I getting Auto before the All Star break? Because that would he he looked like a max player. Mm-hmm. Or am I getting auto after the All Star? You getting break Game Six on him? Scoreless. I, I, <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I can't. My max player cannot put up a, a goose egg and not score any points in a playoff game. Yeah, it, that's. I mean, yeah, he played one well Game Seven, but but come so, on, man. He he. I'm he, just saying. I brought it up. I yeah. Said game I mean, six. he 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 really tailed off a lot. Yeah. After I mean, he started off hot after the All Star break. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking. Is that real? who's the real auto? Would the real auto porter please stand up? Because I don't know who he is. And to give him that sort of money, it's you know, like Chris said, it's not crippling, but it's crippling to the Wizards because now that puts you right up at the uh, at the luxury tax. Luxury tax. And is is Ted going to be okay? And he's if he's is he going to open up his wallet and pay the luxury tax? Because now that's the only way that you can add any I more pieces to I. I wouldn't say that he would. Yeah. But what other recourse do you have at this yeah. point? Because okay, you you bring Auto back in, you are still not over the hump. You're still not up there with Boston. You're still not up there with Cleveland. And granted, a lot of the talent from the East is now in the West. Yeah. So that helps them. But still, this is a team that was one game away from going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Getting Auto was great. But what's that next piece You've to take had, you over here's the Here's the thing, though. You had Otto. Exactly. That's my thing. Yeah. So so what's – okay, now what? Because yeah. you're not improving. Jody right. Meeks doesn't improve you. You know, Mike Scott does and not Boyan's improve you. going to go. I mean, that's the guy you gave him a well, first well, round. Well, that's the for. only thing they can do. Right. Now they're looking to to sign and trade him. And, when you, and up you know, I, cap, I think the problem is that. also is that we're acting like they're shopping at a at a store that's full of uh, you know full of goods <laughs> when really it's a diminished market right now. And the best you can do is to sign your own guys. I mean, this is a market that has seen uh, Kyle Lowry. He's 31 years old, and look, I love Kyle Lowry. Played at Villanova. I, I he's I've been a fan of his his whole career. He just signed a 100 million dollar deal for yeah. a 31 year old guard. It's insane. Paul Millsap just got $30 million per year to sign with the Nuggets. Uh, you know, Gordon Hayward, who's a lot better than Porter and will be a great fit with the Celtics, yeah. signed a $128 million deal over four years. It is funny money in the NBA right now. And I think because it's nine figures and because it's Otto Porter and because he got off to such a slow start and because he is not Bradley Beal or John Wall, it raises a lot of eyebrows. But I just think this is the cost of doing business in it the is. NBA. Right. in July of 2017. That, that is, that is right. how the league is going. Yeah. And, you know, the TV money, like you mentioned before, that's up in the tax. And we saw it last year. We, we saw it here firsthand, giving Jan Mahimi $64 million. Right. And apparently he's got Greg Oden's knees because he can't get out on the floor. So you give that type of money to him. Timothy Mosgaw got the same amount of money. He is no longer with the Lakers. He was on the bench most of the year. We saw it again with Nicholson. We had to unload his contract yeah. because that was a di- ridiculous amount for a player who was on Orlando's bench. If you can't start for Orlando, I'm not going to give you $55 million. And I, That's ridiculous. And I guess that it comes down to this, I guess, if, if you know, because what I like, – just – 
looking at it without thinking, uh, as Chris likes to say, fourth dimensionally. Uh, <laughs> you know, thinking like that. No, the, that if you, if I'm looking at Otto Porter, I'd say okay, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't match. I let him go. But then again, take a step back and you think they're not. This is their move this offseason. So if you let Otto Porter go. Mm-hmm. And then you've got nothing else. Then you've gotten worse this offseason. Well, there were other ways they, they, they could have gone. I'll give you that. If you let all the walk, you can go after Rudy Gay. And there was a couple other different names um, that, that they could have gone after. Yes, there's going to be. Well, there's no guarantee. Of, I don't not, guarantee you're gonna, he's going to be here because you're going you're to match it. Yeah, I mean, well, well, that's true. But see, okay, this is my thing now. Okay, you've got Auto back. You're one game away from going to the Eastern, Eastern Conference Finals. Your counterparts... Are at the top are getting better. Yeah. So what? Auto is not going to be what gets you over the hump this year. There's something else needs. I to, know that's, you have to that's do what something. I'm saying. That's the problem. They they had Auto Porter. So yeah, you got to go in the luxury tax. You have to go. That's the only way Ted can get this team or Ernie can get this team better and and improve on and I'd actually get to, to the Eastern Conference some Finals. Of those conversations between those two. That's the only way you can do it. Now you have to live in the tax. Yeah, and the Wizards are one of three teams in the NBA who have never gone over the luxury tax. Is that tax. all it is? Three teams? Yeah. Three teams. And and the other, I can't remember the other Cleveland two, but they are not there. teams that are contending for the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals berth. So, uh, you know, it is time maybe for Ted to step yeah. up uh, with the checkbook. But, you know, uh, Jamal makes great points about how there are different things the Wizards could have done. But, you know, I, I'm on with George on this one uh, to paraphrase Rick Pitino, uh, Wes Unseld's not walking through that door. Uh, Mm, You know, you're not having, uh, you know, Kevin Durant isn't available to come to Washington. LeBron's not coming. There's only so much you can do to get better if you are the Washington Wizards. And in this case, in this market, with the guys who really had their sights set on other places, uh, you know, Hayward was either going to stay in Utah or he was going to go to the Celtics. Paul George was going to go to whoever was going to waste uh, picks or or players to get one year of Paul George. So. To for the Wizards, their key this year was to if they couldn't improve, to at least not get worse. You're right. And getting Porter, I believe, is the best way to do that. It's just so much money. It's just that's what I think is is clouding this whole thing. If he signs, let's say it's four years, eighty six million, I don't think we're having this conversation as, as much. I think it's just that number is just so just eye eye opening. I thought now. Um, no, you're right. It's the hundred million thing is what is what the is what throws everybody or not throws everybody, but you know sends everybody. Yeah, I have no arms. I have no problem compensating Auto. He deserved to get paid. That max money is where you get a little skittish at. But to me, is what is Ernie? Okay, John said I am. They offered him. This All right, how extension. about this? I'll throw this out then. What about the Carmelo situation? Oh boy. Um, if you're okay, thinking of two, people that could twofold. be, they could be on another the move. wild okay. card. Really. I, could I, be on the move. Okay, twofold is I look at the, I look at it two ways. Number one, Carmelo will have to come in here with a very different mentality in order to play with this team. Number one, this is not your team. Right. So when you come here, you're not the second guy. You're the third guy. Mm-hmm. This is John and 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 Beal's team. If he comes in with that mentality, maybe he can switch up his game. John Wall can rejuvenate Carmelo's career. I think Carlo, I agree with that. Carmelo's career has gotten very stale and very stagnant in the last couple of years. But when I look at it fit wise, this team like to get up and down the floor and move the ball around. Carmelo was a black hole. Ball goes in, it doesn't come out. 
He's an ISO <laughs> player. He doesn't play in the same style. He has to dominate the ball, and that's not how they operate. John needs to distribute. He can't sit on the ball for the entire shot clock, then chuck up a three. He's going to have to change how he plays. That's the only way that would work. But scheme-wise, he doesn't fit, really. I mean, it sounds good. It's another name to add. But if, if he wants to come in and really rejuvenate his career and play in a different way, then it might work. But all the, you know, on the outside looking in or the onset looking at it, it scheme-wise, it just doesn't fit. Yeah. And Carmelo's 33 years old. He's right. not changing yeah. his game. He is who he is, for better or worse. Yeah. That's the and, you know, the two teams they were saying, the rumors uh, that he might waive a no-trade clause for were the Sixers and Wizards. And as Jamal just pointed out, there's no real fit on the Wizards. And the Sixers is an even worse fit uh, for him because they are they have that youth movement, the right. process. And I guarantee you, Carmelo Anthony isn't uh, speeding up any process in Philly. So, I, you know, he, he's just a guy who's going to go. And and has to get his 26 a night yeah. and he'll get paid compensated very well for it and if no one wants him he'll do it at the garden for a 20 win Knicks team you know and I mean Carmelo it's in front of nobody Carmelo yeah. in Philly is what Kobe was his last year with the Lakers when they had D'Angelo Russell and those young guys Kobe was slowing them down when he left they seemed like they picked up the pace you know what Carmelo I would do go the to same Philly in anyway because JJ Reddick's there how about that uh. Why can't we, can we get JJ Reddick? Sorry. I would like to have JJ oh, Reddick. Sorry, we need uh, 23, 23 million for JJ Reddick. Now that <laughs> think about that. I don't. Now mind that it. is a number that I can get. Uh, I don't mind by. that. you can get what? I can get shocked by that number. One hundred six for Otto, not as much. Twenty three for JJ Reddick. For, uh, for one year is nuts. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. You know, as I you listen to you guys, you need shooting. We have no shooters off the bench. You need shooters. Do they, do, would you make a play? You had for, one, Boyan. You, you gave up a first round pick for yeah. him. Where'd that get you? Nowhere. <laughs> would you? Would you? Would you make a play for Jamal Crawford at this point? Uh, would, would, would you throw that out there? I'm just throwing that out there. I, well, well, for what? Bench? For what? Well, he's about. To, I, he, he's signed he's the contract. Gonna, he wants out, but he's going to get bought out in Atlanta. Oh, most Atlanta. Likely. That's right. He just got traded because he just got traded. I don't think. By it, the way, did we Atlanta's forget, having a fire sale. Did we just forget with that Nick Young just signed with the Warriors? That we yeah. mentioned that. So now we'll if, JaVale about McGee, that all if JaVale McGee goes back there, how great is that going to be? Come on. <laughs> Nick, a, Nick I, Young chasing a championship yeah. just as we but, all imagined but, he would. But he could have it. I never would have thought JaVale McGee would have a, a championship ring. He met with the Nick, Clippers, I saw too. Yeah. So he, he's not a guarantee that he, you know, he'll be back there yeah. either. But now Nick is another another former wizard from that 2010 team who can get a ring back-to-back and two of the biggest knuckleheads we've ever seen yeah. in this area or in the league. And it's amazing that they have that opportunity now with Golden State to get rings because they'll probably get one next year. I, I, mean, have no, about, I have no about reason money. to think that Golden State will not win back-to-back. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, you talk about money, and I know the funny money, but just to kind of put everything else in perspective – Steph Curry is going to make four hundred ninety thousand dollars a game. Yeah, yeah. He got what two hundred and one million a game. Hey, I wanted when, to ask you. When you're the best shooting guard in the, in the league, then that's what you get. Yeah, I wanted to ask about the funny money, but uh, I think an even more relevant question for Wizards fans is: Are we at a disadvantage because it's the Washington Wizards, or even the whole Eastern United States? Right? It seems like all the talent's headed west. You're at a disadvantage because Ernie Grunfeld is your GM. And they're not the Bullets. Yeah. Boom. Th- that's why you're at a disadvantage. Really? You think? 
This, I don't know. <laughs> George is throwing it was, stuff out there. Yeah, it was, it was bad karma to, to you know, the only successful teams in history were back in the 70s. But at least they went back to the red, white, and blue. I think that's a change we yep. can all get behind. That's Those jerseys, yes. even though the, the name on the jerseys might be a little dumb, at least it's not Sea Dogs. And at least they have that beautiful red, white, and <laughs> yeah. blue back. So, and I, I saw uh, some yeah. new ones that they put out today. It's like four that. different. And one of them actually did have the bullets on the front, Yeah, but though. those aren't real. I, I, well, they still look good to me. I, I'm going to try to find them if I can. But it'd be great if they did wear that. But to me, Ernie Grunfeld has been your GM for, what, 15, 16 years I've now? I've lost track. Right. What? I don't know what well, he's got on tape. What are we in, 17? Yeah. Uh, he was, he's he, been here at least 15 years. He was He was definitely the 04 team, Eddie yeah. Jordan, right? He's been here at least 15 years with what to show for it, exactly. I don't understand. This is what I don't understand. The Wall patience. and Beal, right? But yeah, outside of that, 15 years, so wait, did he this all in, you can produce? Well, how about this? He came in right after uh, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, problem, uh, right? he came in in 2003. Yeah. So Jordan played no one oh two. But he had, to, this Ernie is and great was fired. at cleaning up his messes, though. That's all he's done since he's well, been Well, that's here. the thing. Everybody's like, oh, credit Ernie for, for getting rid of, uh, who was it last year? Nicholson? Uh yeah, I don't His give contract. him credit for that. No, he did. He he, he messed up. The He's deal the one the that did in the first place. I know. He's cleaning up his own messes. And when you are looking behind you to clean up your mess, you cannot see forward to fix things in the future. I don't. I don't understand how you know how that works. Now this is the thing. Leonsis was very. Who was the uh, the Caps GM? He's he. I think he's now with the expansion team. McPhee. 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 Yeah, they hit a ceiling, but he brought you winners. Yeah. They had they had winning teams. Yeah. They had he put talent. There's no one can say that he did not put talent around Ovechkin, and, and and some of the people that he brought in, and but he's fired. He was let go, and he had good teams. Ernie hasn't had that many great teams, and he still has a job. So where's the disconnect there? Because that didn't seem to make any sense. The to only me. thing you got to know about the Wizards and that and the, the the Ted situation with that is that Flip Saunders' assistant coach was still coaching this team as of last year, and Randy Whitman. And Randy said he didn't want to. Randy said, I came here to be an assistant. Yeah. He said, I'll take over whatever. He said plainly, I did not come here to intending to be the head coach. Right. You know, I don't Yeah, and, and as for Grunfeld, the, if the two biggest things, if the two biggest positives you can say about his tenure here are that he drafted John Wall and Bradley Beal, I mean, anyone could have drafted John exactly. Wall and Bradley Beal. I mean, that, that it's not an impressive feat. Okay, the, let's look who I mean, I mean the, the, get, feat, the feat was winning the lottery to get John Wall. Right. Everybody <laughs> knew he was going number yeah, one. Right. And Beal, Beal was talked about as a number two pick, and when he fell to three, it was pretty natural for the, for the Wizards to take him. Uh, Porter really might be his only... Uh, uh, success story when it comes to draft, and and we'll see how that goes. I mean, I you know, he, but if you look at the rest of his uh, draft picks, it's just littered look with. Look at who we did not bus. get. I mean, yeah, you know, Yan Vesely, Chris Vesely. Singleton, Nick Young, Javale McGee. Uh, they traded for Mike Miller and Randy Foy. I mean, he has really just <laughs> he come took, June. He it has it's been ugly. He took Sadoransky over Draymond Green in the second round. We could have had we had a shot at at Steph. We could have had Kawhi Leonard. We could have had Jimmy Butler. There were a lot of. Do you imagine some of the stars that we could have on this team? What now year was if Jan? He knew how to pick. Do you have the draft up there, Chris? Yeah, I do. What year was Jan? Uh, yeah, good old Jan and his girlfriend. Kawhi was uh, a 2011 took draft. Him over Kawhi Leonard. 
Kawhi that was Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, Ka- Ka- I do believe Kawhi was in that class. He took him over Kawhi Leonard. You took Thomas Sadoransky over Draymond Green. Is it all on Ernie Grunfeld then? Yes. Oh yeah. Well, that's, well, you know that's what? the only that's the only difference well, between you know what? I give some success of, and failure. Some of that I, I'm looking at Ted Funny now because he's allowed this to go on for so long. So I'm looking at him sideways like, what are you doing as the owner? If you keep allowing this man to operate like this and all these stars that he passed over, like Chris said, anybody, you know, any of us can have a 50-50 shot at picking the number one pick, the number two pick, the number three. It's when he picked. If it's not in the top three, he's terrible. He's not a good evaluator of talent whatsoever. So what's yeah, the best? I mean, you oh, know, sorry. I I find the sometimes when you get into the they could have drafted this player, they could have drafted that player. That's a dangerous game because yes. I mean, Ka- Kawhi Leonard was pegged as a mid first round pick, and even if you liked him a lot, he wasn't going to go much higher than the end of the lottery. And the Wizards picked six that year, and it was Vesely, and, and was you know the guys that come over from Europe, they're <laughs> always Vesely. they're always a, a big question mark. But if you look at that draft, I mean, you have Bismarck Biombo went seven, uh, Brandon Knight eight, Jimmer Fredette ten. Uh, Ennis Cantor, three. Derek Williams, two. I mean, you know, the NBA draft, it's even more of a crapshoot than the NFL draft. But he's done it consistently, So many busts. So, you know, I'm I'm not going to rip him for not getting Kawhi Leonard. Well, that's that's one. I'll rip him for taking Jan Vesely. Yeah, but he's (laughs) – my thing is this. He's missed multiple times. I know that means other teams missed as well, but his track record does not look good when it comes to evaluating talent. It just doesn't. All things remaining equal, what's the best case scenario for the rest of this offseason? I don't know. I have no idea. The best thing, the one thing I see you can I do know. right now. No, I, no, I have can, no idea. You can, <laughs> what, what they can do now, they can try to sign and trade Bogdanovich and try to get something back for him outside of that unless you're willing to go into their luxury cap. That's the only way you can get anybody else in here. And by the way, now they have 14 spots. So there's only one more free roster spot. And you gave two of those to Jody Meek and Mike Scott. Guys that you could have picked up, you know, during the season or training camp, not in the first couple of days. Of, and when you're trying to appease your star player in wall, shouldn't you be trying to go all out? To me, you bring the, that's insulting to bring him those two players in the first couple of days of free agency. You've got to show him more than that. And that's what he's been asking for. And that's why he's not in a hurry to sign that extension. He, I don't think he will until they do something else. That's not enough. That's not enough my star player. It's just not. Now, uh, Wall will eventually sign that document, won't he? At some point. He's not in a rush right now. Yeah. He but I'm just he, saying, you know, could it get worse? It could. It could get worse. If if Ernie if he does if he's not seeing the pieces brought in to get them into the Eastern Conference Finals and improve, then he might say, Okay, I'm not signing an extension. I can I I'll I'll go in and, you know, I'll test my, you know, see what I can do in the open market possibly. I don't think it'll get that far, but I think he's gonna have to see more than what has been presented so far in the offseason. They got to do something else. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Wall's not going anywhere because of the way the the collective bargaining agreement is structured. There's so much incentive uh, and there's so much in place for teams to keep their stars. So it's a matter of something like 30 or 40 million dollars eventually on what the Wizards will you know, offer him down the road if he decides to pass this up and gets that 205 million dollar yeah. deal down the road or whatever. It's a whole, you know, it's tens of millions of dollars difference. So unless you're someone, you know, uh, who's chasing a ring late in your career even if you are I mean like look we always say oh you should take less money to to for the benefit of the team that's nonsense you play for yourself you play for your you know your family your kids down the road your yeah. grandkids I, I, I hate when people say you should take less money so I think what Wall's doing uh, you know, he's got 37 million dollars left on, the, on this contract and I don't blame him for maybe playing the waiting game because barring catastrophic injury he's going to get the max next yeah. year yeah. and the yeah. year after it also right yeah but you want to keep him happy because the debt is the foundation and Beal is also but to a bigger degree it's wall because wall makes Beal better wall makes Beal the player that he is he makes auto better wall gets guys paid so why not keep him happy if he has said you have to show me something this offseason? I'm just saying what they had offered so far. Well, they already is threw Otto Porter under the bus when he was going for Paul George. So yeah. let me know how that works out. What Otto? You know what? Otto doesn't seem like that type of you know. And, and if and if that is something, we'll never know about it. Most no, likely, I mean, but he's we'll a, never he's know the about thing. it. He's, he's, he was spitting the truth. It was. We had to be talking about this last week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who's better? Who makes your team better? Paul George or Otto Porter? It's Paul George, hands down. Should he have said it out in public like that, or maybe the way that he worded it? Probably not. But was he lying? No, he was telling the truth. You know, sometimes athletes can be painfully obvious. Yeah. I don't know where he was, you know, what the context of the interview was. I don't, you know, I wasn't there. But he wasn't lying. And you're supposed to have thick skin. Otto can't deal with that because that wasn't that was a, a small jab. In yeah, he didn't say his name. That, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was small uh, jab. Otto Porter has a 106 million dollar pillow to cry <laughs> yeah, on. So I, I think he he'll be fine. Exactly. He's he's got his max money. He doesn't yeah. care. John can say whatever he wants now. That's right. He's got his money. Who cares? He's not going anywhere. So it is what it is. Jamal's he, upset. Well, well the more we Jamal talk is? about it, the more we kind of dig at that wound. <laughs> well, um, it, it's just that you know it's underwhelming. I mean, come on, George. Jody Meeks and, and Mike Scott, hey, really? Look, I didn't do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, that doesn't that doesn't irk you a little bit? It does. It always that doesn't it, bother. It doesn't get I, under your I'm skin. I'm used to it now with these guys. But I didn't even know them dudes were still in the no, league. I'll give, I you, thought, I'll give you that. I, I, I hadn't heard from Jody Meeks since remember he signed with the Lakers when the Kobe was still around. He was uh, Mike Kentucky, right? Yes, yeah. he was a Kentucky guy. He could shoot then. He can't stay healthy. When now. did he come out? Ten. Nine, ten. 11? He's been around for a while. He's not no spring he's, chicken. He's uh, he's about thirty, I think. Yeah, thirty okay. years old. He's, so he's I think a, he probably came out in two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Okay. And Mike Scott, I'll give him credit. He did have two years ago. He had a pretty good season. That's the only reason why I even remembered his name from Atlanta. <laughs> but apparently, he got cut from Atlanta. Went. I don't. Want, I want to say maybe Utah last year and got cut again. So that's a guy that didn't even have a team for the majority or half the season last year. These are guys you get off the street if somebody gets injured. Not in the first couple of days of free agency. It just it's it's very underwhelming to me. 
Well, look, it's a little late in the podcast to open up a brand new subject, but I I did have an economics. Kirk Cousins? No, I'm kidding. Well, oh, uh, always Kirk not, Cousins not yet, in reserve. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. But I did have an economics question, if anybody dares answer it. Oh, uh, with all this funny money in the NBA, I mean, what, what might be the result of that? I don't know that any of these teams are really printing their own money, right? It's the TV money. It's the TV contract that's allowing the cap to go up year after year. So it's not in danger of sort of a, no, I don't know, like to try to compare it to the, the real economy, you know? No, it's it's a good thing because it, the, the that, that's a result of the league getting more uh, annuity or more, you know, I think that's the word I'm looking for, revenue from the TV deal. That's a good thing for the league. And now it it's start, a good thing yeah, for I the mean, players it started this like the paid the, ridiculous the, money. It re-upped this year. Yeah. Uh, ESPN and uh, Turner re-upped this year is, is when the contract kicked in. And it's uh, reported to be $2.66 billion per year. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a crazy number for a sport that does not get, money. you know, doesn't come close to football ratings. Uh, it might be an albatross around ESPN's neck down the road as more people are, are cutting the cord. But that money's going to be there. And it's there through 2024, 2025. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as long as that deal is good and the next one, you know, depending on how the live rights of sports go in the next couple of years, it'll still be great. And the NBA, uh, you know, will still be flush with cash. Yes, and not going you know, in, a, in a couple of years, you'll look back and say one hundred and six million dollars for Otto Porter. Wow. What, yeah, a, what a steal. steal that was. <laughs> that well, was look, cheap. At, look at next summer. Next summer is going to be something like we've never. You think it's what bad do you think now? LeBron's going to get? That's what I'm saying. LeBron next, gets three hundred. Next summer is going to be. KD, okay. Does KD get paid more than than Curry? You know, you thought you were talking about you thought you were talking about a lot of money coming to Bryce Harper over 10, 12 years. Yeah, but see, and that's the thing in baseball, it looks. But baseball is spread over you know certain amount of years. I remember Pujols signed that crazy two hundred something million dollar contract, but it was over like fourteen years. So it, it it's. You know, it's spread out a little bit more. It sounds like a lot. Max and Scherzer's is. like a steal right now. Yeah. He is. Well, so, and plus the way he's pitching, by the way, but that's another story for another day. So in the back to the NBA, it's not a case right now anyway of what goes up must come down. Not, not for the not for the time being, no. I mean, it is odd. That I, I believe the cap stagnated this year. They were expecting it to be a little higher, yeah, and it kind of and it kind of came down. But that's, I but mean, I, I don't think that crazy was crazy money enough to uh, to make teams worried. I think it was maybe two million dollar change in the cap, which for thirty teams is sixty million. So right. it, it doesn't really affect that much. But you know, the interesting thing will be whether the NBA, uh, if the Warriors' dominance is going to be good for the NBA, like the Bulls was, and yeah. people. People say uh, at regular seasons boring. The playoffs were boring, but the ratings were very high for yeah. the NBA Finals, yeah. and it's because people love to complain about dynasties, but they love to watch them also. Exactly. And the Warriors are really within a LeBron block of having a three-peat and going for four. And uh, so I think next year, I think the NBA, you know, it might be not as competitive. Uh, we will probably get a LeBron versus the Warriors again in the finals. But I think it'll still do big numbers. And I still think, I mean, look, the NBA, the regular season isn't nearly as interesting as the free agent market, no. as we've said. And, <laughs> yeah. and this just shows the power of the NBA. It's July. Baseball's going on. Uh, and we're talking pretty much exclusively in the sports world about NBA free agency. But we and love it can be agency, it can though. be January. It can be after the Super Bowl, right when the NBA, you know, really takes hold. And we're, we're not talking about it that much. But people love free agency. We love 
who could go where. We love NFL free agency. We love hot stove baseball free agency. We just love free agency, period. Mm -hmm. We like to see people go to different places that you always have the hope that your team can land one of these people. But back to the money thing, can you imagine Steph Curry and KD, they'll be paying them probably $400 million between the two of them. Steph just signed for, what, 201 Yep. You, you got to give KD at least that, right? What was KD's two years, 53 Yeah, yeah. And, and he'll probably end up signing an extension you, from around there. I bet you, I, well, I don't know. I, might, I think he leaves. I think he leaves. Why? I don't think so. No? Not, I, not anytime I think LeBron. Soon. I think LeBron leaves. I don't think KD goes anywhere for another Three years, as long as they're winning, I don't exactly. Think. But why, why would he walk away from? But who that knows? At they could point. win two years. LeBron, what's LeBron going to do after next year in Cleveland? I think he's going to go somewhere else. He, he probably so, so do I. And, I, and LeBron's I not a spring chicken around. anymore either. But KD, he did be, what he came back to do. Right. He still right. don't like the owner. Yeah. And now he's obviously not. You know, hands off in this free agency. If you want to believe that stuff, he didn't like the way that they ran him out of town. No. So who knows? But I don't. I don't think that KD would 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 be foolish. Not to try to stick around and win two or three more oh, rings. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you once know. they're this after a couple of years, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. after three years, then I, I could see yeah. that happening. Right now, I don't. I don't see him going anywhere for maybe the next two or three years. And if Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, if they can't keep them together, then maybe he will go somewhere else. Yeah. But he will, he said he will take less money to keep that core together. As long as that core is together, that big four. You oh, ride, yeah, you, you ride that to the wheels yeah, fall off. I agree. I'm not going it, anywhere. But it all, it all ends so quickly in sports. We think That's that true. teams yeah. are set for years. We think that uh, nothing will be able to stop them. And then all of a sudden, you get one bad year, one injury, somebody bolting in free agency, yeah. and then uh, it's a new king. And we've seen it. I mean, you know, the Bulls were going to win ten straight championships. Then Michael Jordan retired to play baseball for two years. Yeah. Uh, so you know, right. things right. change. I don't think the Warriors will be uh, winning five, six. Seven straight championships uh, that wears on you playing that deep. Uh, I think to answer what George was saying, there where there's been smoke with LeBron James, like you know, over his career in terms of free agency, there hasn't been fire. I mean, people weren't really thinking he was going to go to the Heat. This Cleveland thing was when he went back to Cleveland, it was more like a pipe dream. People were were almost wishing it was true and not really believing that it it would be true. They thought there was too much bad blood. But right now, everyone's saying Lakers, Lakers, Lakers in 2018. I think that that's a legit possibility because the Showtime Lakers, I mean, where else would you want to be? LeBron's done what he needed to do in Cleveland. He loved being in the flash in Miami. And if you're going to go to one team in the league, you know, if you could pick one team to go to and star and lead to a championship, it's the Lakers. And so many guys have done it in the past. And I think it'd be I think it'd be helpful, helpful for his legacy because, again, he'd be going to a team where he would be leading a team to a championship as opposed to what he did in Miami which was join a team that he, you know he would lead to a championship but that, that's also an extension of what LeBron is 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 into films he's into making films he's into doing television shows that he is producing survivors remorse i believe that comes on stars i think it is so he's already entered into that realm of hollywood in producing and making movies and and, and uh, tv shows so that's almost a seamless jump to go to LA because after how long? I mean, LeBron's not going to be around for another ten years. No, he's he's not a young pup oh, anymore. Can, you could argue he's got three of compet- real yeah, competitive, real competitive, high maybe. level. Three. Yeah. So, so go to L.A. get a, get the base base. Yeah. Uh, because that's I mean he's already into 
doing Hollywood type thing. Yeah. And it would only make it would only make sense for him to go to Couldn't LA. We all have a house in LA. Really? <laughs> it would only make sense for him to go to LA, play the last couple years of his career, and then he he's already in Hollywood and make that transition. 100%. You just walk across the street to your new office. Exactly. I think is what I was trying exactly. to say. That yeah, was a little more a, eloquent than. It's a, it's a smooth it's a smooth transition. It it just makes sense. And he can get uh, you know, Jack Nicholson to come out of retirement to star <laughs> in a movie. It, it's a win-win for everybody. There you go. Well, like like the ending to a, an ambiguous film. I think that's where we'll leave it here. We've right. bust, we'll busted up the, the clock. <laughs> Gone a lot longer than we normally do. It's the DMV Sports Roundtable with Jamal Bowens at DMV Sports 2015 on Twitter. Georgie is at G. Wallace, WTOP, and Chris Chase are a guest, but more and more becoming a regular host at Fire Chris Chase well, on Twitter. He, he's, he is the fifth member of this squad. <laughs> well, that's true. Let's not forget that he comes from the, the Redskins Roundtable. Right. So, you know, he is not like he's I don't know if people if you if you remember Bone Thugs and Harmony. You yeah. remember Flesh and Bone? <laughs> you know, Fl- Flesh would come and fill in. He was a member of the group, but he was there all the time. Right. There that, you go, that's, Chris. What, that's what Chris is. There you go. Flesh and Bone, yeah. Chris Chase. Or, yeah. or, or Capadonna from Wu Tang. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Thank you guys. Thanks for checking out the podcast.